Habakkuk 3.2 from the message it says God I've heard about our ancestors say about you I'm stopped in my tracks down on my knees do among us what you did among them walk among us as you walked among them and as you bring judgment as surely you must remember mercy remember mercy today Come on, can we read just again from that part that it says, I've heard what our ancestors said about you. I'm stopped in my tracks, down on my knees. Do among us what you did among them. I'm so grateful to the Lord for this wonderful opportunity that we have to be gathered in his house today. I hope you had a good week. I hope you had a strong week. I hope you had a breakthrough week. And if you didn't, just wait on. <laughs> There's another week for you. I'm just so convinced today that God desires to do amazing things in our lives. It's the desire of God that he wants to show himself in situations and in circumstances that we are facing. As I was preparing, I almost sensed and I could feel it's like God is waiting to jump in in your situation. He's just waiting for that opportunity to just check in. And as I was praying, I had questions being asked. I was praying yesterday and I just had these questions and I wrote them down. And the questions that I was hearing being asked was, Lord, do you know what is going on in my life? How hard it's been? how i am feeling right now the despair and the hopelessness i have what the reality of my situation really looks like i'm wasting away lord do you even care can't you see how desperate i have become do you know that i need you right now and i'm very ready for you to sweep in at any moment and save the day I just had these questions in my spirit just I had them so clearly. I'm ready for you to sweep in any moment right now and save the day. Some of you have reached the place where you are just asking for a bailout. Just asking just bail me out. But yet God wants to give you a breakthrough. He just doesn't want to bail you out of that situation. He wants to break through for you today. And I want to encourage those who might be asking these same questions. The scripture tells us, behold the Lord. The Lord's hand is not shortened at all. That it cannot save. Nor is ear dull with deafness. That it cannot hear. So don't give up. If you're here and this week even was worse than last week. Don't give up. Help is on its way. God is able to do just what he said. He's going to complete what he has promised. Just don't give up on him. I don't know who this word is for. Just don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. He's able. Come on, God is able. Last week, we saw that this is the year of breakthrough. This is still, let me say that. This is still the year of breakthrough because God said it. We understood that because, and this was the key, I hope you captured what I was trying to say last week. Because of who God is, just because of who he is, what he says will come to pass. Just because of who he is. His word cannot return to him void. 
What he says, it's who he is. And it has to prosper in the very thing it was sent to. So believe it today. But I have a question for you personally. What has God said to you? What has God told you? Or what is he saying right now to us? Our ears have to constantly be tuned to hear God's word like Abraham. He was told to kill his son in one moment. And in the next, he was told to stop. But it was his sensitivity to hearing the word that God broke throughout for him. And today we need to be sensitive to hear what the Lord is saying. Some of us are so quick to jump to every word and everything that is given. Please learn to sit with God's word. Please learn to wait a while with it. Chew on it. Don't be hasty. Don't be in a rush because God is never hasty. When it's too hasty, just know it's not, that might not be God. God is never too hasty. God desires for us to know him through what he's saying to us. That's the goal. He wants you to know him first before he can do anything for you. I have to say a lot of times what God says and how he does it is completely different. It's like opposites. I remember when pastor declared that this was the year of breakthrough. Man, I jumped on that word. Because there was exactly what I knew I needed breakthrough on. There's exactly what I knew that I needed God to do. And I just started to think of those certain ways. And I was so excited. Dreams just started coming up to me. But we have to be careful not to misapply. Because we misunderstood what God is saying. You can miss out on your breakthrough. You remember the children of Israel? They've been waiting for the Messiah for how long? They'd been waiting for years. All the prophecies that they had. Then he shows up and they miss him. Pastor was telling us they are still at the wailing wall crying for him to come. And it's like, buddy, he came. He came over 2,000 years ago. And we received him. The word became flesh and we beheld his glory. He walked amongst us. But so many times if we misapply and misunderstand what God is saying, we can miss the breakthrough altogether. I remember one time, my son Abe, we were walking and we were praying. And I told them, we were walking together with all my kids. At that time, there was just the two of them. And I told them, let's pray for a car. But I had a car in my mind. And all of you know what that car is. Very specific car. And then he looked at me and said, Papa, the car is already there. God is just looking for someone to give it to you. And I jumped in on it and then he kept walking. You know the prophet when he speaks, they they speak and then leave. (laughs) He has those traits. (laughs) He just left. So I'm excited. I go tell my wife, hey, listen to what Abe said. And me in my heart, I know because of what I'm thinking and what the prophet has spoken, it's coming to pass. But God had had plans. <laughs> what came, let me just be honest, I was a little bit disappointed. <laughs> Can I just be honest? But when that car came, it was such a blessing because it came at the right time. We, it was what we needed at that moment. Because sometimes the blessing can come and it can break you. <laughs> Have you ever experienced it? <laughs> the blessing can come and can break you. I remember there was a time in my life, blessings came. I had a lot of money. 
I used to put them in my wallet. You remember those days of wallets? <laughs> and it couldn't fold. Kingsley, it couldn't fold. And I would go to the supermarket and buy the cheapest thing <laughs> so that I can remove it. And they ask the counter, how much is it again? It's like 200. And I have all these thousands. It got into my head. I never thought it would. Sometimes the blessing hasn't come because you're not ready for it yet. So let me put our main scripture in context to help us see something wonderful about God today. Something precious that I learned and I saw about God. The prophet in responding to a prophecy that the Lord had made about his people in chapter 1 of Habakkuk. He said he will punish them. And he goes back and forth complaining, asking the Lord, why? I'm praying to you. Why are you silent? All I'm asking for, why is this violence upon your people? And he's going back and forth wondering why God would do such a thing to his people. And if you read chapter 2, God is explaining exactly why he's about to punish them. How the Chaldeans and all those people will come and destroy them. Then he gets to chapter 3. And instead of complaining anymore, he understands something and he prays about God. And this is what he says, and this is what we read. Let me read you from another translation. He says, oh Lord, I have heard of what you have done. And I'm filled with awe. Now do again, in our times, the great deeds you used to do. Be merciful, even when you are angry. He understood that even in the midst of God's wrath, in the midst of his anger, it is in God's nature to come through for his people. It's in God's nature to come through for his people. That's why I began and told you God desires to do something incredible in your life. Over and over in scripture, we see God's coming through for his people. Over and over. Even when they are turned away from him. In his mercy, when they would turn back, even one moment would turn back, he would come through. King Ahab, this was an evil man. The one time he decided to seek the Lord and listen, God still came through for this man. It's in his nature to come through for his people. And I've said this many times in this pulpit and in different places, that God is always at the peak of his willingness towards us. Always. Today, we don't need to convince God to break through for us. We don't need to fight with God to break through for us. God desires to break through so that his power might be known on the face of the earth. Especially when our hearts are set on him. God looks for ways. He looks for ways and opportunities to bless us. The Bible says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. To give strong support to those whose hearts is blameless towards him. His eyes are going to and fro. I want to tell you today, God is looking. So be found blameless. God is looking. You know, many times you think he's dismissed you. Many times you think he's forgotten you. But I'm telling you, God is looking. So be found blameless. Last week I encouraged us and my title was Breakthrough. Because he said it. Today, my title is Breakthrough, because if he did it before, he will do it again. Abba said it. 
I have heard of what you have done and I'm in awe. Do it again. Do it again. God has already done numerous things for us. The Bible is full of wonderful acts that God has done over and over again. He has showed himself so faithful to and through. God parted the waters of the Red Sea for the children of Israel once. And then he parted it again for the children of Israel when we were crossing Jordan. He parted the river for Elijah. And then he parted the river for Elisha. He helped Elijah raise the dead. He also helped Elisha raise the dead. Jesus cast out demons and healed the sick. When they were sent out two by two, they went out casting demons and healing the sick. That he even declared in John 14 that even greater things than these shall you do. I love what David declared to Saul. He said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to him, go and the Lord be with you. What God has done before, he will do it again. Let's have David's confidence and step out in faith that if he's already done it, then he can do it again. So today, how do we continue to trust in God that he will do it again? Number one, remember all his benefits. Remember all his benefits. It always amazes me how fast we forget them all. How quick we are to forget what God has done. Even the psalmist himself had to remind himself in Psalms 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits because it's possible to do so. The psalmist takes the time to exhort himself to praise the Lord as if if he didn't, he was being very intentional because he was like as if if he didn't do it, situations and circumstances will soon steal that place of praise and remembrance, keeping him down and forgetting what the Lord has done. So don't allow yourself to forget what God has done. Do not allow yourself to forget what God has done because in doing so, you won't believe that he will do it again. If you forget what he has done and how quickly we forget. I mean, we've just come from a crazy season of life as, a, as a, an entire world. How quickly we've forgotten how God has come through for us. Remember when you came out from being in the darkness, dead, Jesus rescued you. I often remember where I was, the life I was living, how God delivered me. I was caught up in all manner of things, smoking, drinking, going out, playing around with ladies. And I was a young man. I forgot that in a moment I was an alcoholic. I was high from morning to evening. It was like there was a switch. I used to wait for it to come on. You know, some of you remember that. Remember that switch? You'd keep drinking until the switch got on and you're like, uh-huh, I'm ready for the day. And in a moment's time when I gave my life to the Lord, God delivered me. I mean, delivered me. We easily forget the benefits that we have received. Take a moment today and list down what the Lord has done for you. Like David did in Psalms 103. He continues to say, and, he, and the Lord forgives. 
our iniquities. He heals our diseases. You will be amazed at all the wonderful things the Lord has done for you. But not only wonderful things that he has done, even terrible things that took place. And as a result of those terrible things, you are better for it. Some of you are in a storm right now. You're in a storm right now and I want to encourage you with this song that we sang. If he did it before, he can do it again. There's a part of the song that says, please be encouraged. This is not the first storm you've been through. You've been through worse. You did not come this far to lose. He knows your needs. So take no thought of what you've lost. God will come through. Because if he did it before, he will do it again. Same God right now. So same God back then. Come on, if he did it before, he will do it right now. This week with the team, we went to visit the prisons. And we had a wonderful time. We went to cook chapatis for them. It was incredible. Christmas came early this time. Last year, we went to the choir during the December holidays. And we cooked chapatis. And that was like a big deal. So now we came in July. <laughs> just to show them that God hasn't forgotten them. They had tea for the first time this year. <laughs> because they don't have tea usually. And so we were talking and we were sharing with one of the inmates and we were just gathered together as we cooked chapati. And we were talking about the COVID days. And they were telling us how terrible it was. Like it was really bad in prison. Like they shut them down for a year and a half. No visitors, no family. Stories weren't being told to us outside here because no one was telling those stories. But it was dark times, so they couldn't get anything. They didn't have tissue papers, toothpaste, nothing. And so he's standing there and he's telling me he remembers the day that him and his friend had two leaflets. You know, those how the tissue paper is cut into portions. They had two more between two. He had two. His friend had two. And they were like, this is it. We don't have anything. And no one is allowed to come. Then the next day, Nairobi Lighthouse Church shows up. Next day. And we came with so much tissue paper. <laughs> so much toothpaste. They couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. You know us on the outside, we were just doing what God had put in our hearts to do. But for them, that was a breakthrough. <laughs> and right now they're thinking, man, look what God has brought us through. If he did that then, <laughs> what can't he do now? God is able. Secondly, he changes not. <laughs> he changes not. That's why if he did it before, he'll do it again. The God we serve is the same God today as he was the day he raised Jesus from the grave. He is the same God today as he was when he spoke the word into existence. He said, I am God. Yes, I am. I haven't changed. And because I haven't changed, you, the descendants of Jacob, haven't been destroyed. While many things around us change, we can depend on God because he's the same God back then and the same God right now. Because we change doesn't mean he changes. You know, we judge God based on our own experiences with each other. All that he is today, he has always been and forever will be. He will always be the same. 
Many people today think that the miracles we hear of and, the, and we read of that were back then, were for back then, that God only did them because it was back then. God only did them in the first church because he needed to convince them of the gospel. And many people, even theologians, believe that the miracles, why we don't experience the miracles that we, they experience is because it was to prove to the early church that God was real. But it's not so today. I want to tell you that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he did it back then, I'm telling you he'll do it right now because he changes not. God's track record of faithfulness is flawless. We can count on him to do what he has already done. We can count on his faithfulness in the past as our anchor for the future. His nature does not change. His character does not change. He's not less than he was and he's improving himself. As I said last week, he changes not. So if he did it before, he can do it again. I love to see what God has done for other people. Because it encourages me that he will do it for me. I love hearing people's testimonies. I love seeing what God is doing in people's lives. That's why we tell you, encourage us. Tell us your testimony. Because if he's done it for you, he can do it for me. He has no favorites. I remember one time during the COVID season, I'd gotten COVID and I was trying to get myself strong and they were encouraging you to exercise and they were encouraging you to be in the sun. You remember that time? They were telling you and you are hearing all these deathly stories of so and so. And I'm reading all manner of stuff. My head is juggled up and I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And I remember I'm trying to take a walk around my neighborhood with my mask. I can't even hardly breathe. I'm here telling God, this is not for the believer. <laughs> Have you ever said things like that? This is not for us. Sickness, and I'm claiming, and I'm claiming. And I'm so upset because I'm wondering, God, take this thing off of me. And I see this old man. <laughs> I mean old. In the neighborhood, just barely making it. And he's by himself. He has no helpers, nothing. And for some reason, we lock eyes. <laughs> we just lock eyes. And he looks at me and with his other hand, he just slowly lifts it up. And keeps walking. And I felt it's as if God was telling me, if he did it for him, <laughs> he'll definitely do it for me. This old man is out here. <laughs> Taking it one step at a time, brother, I will be all right. And some of you today, I just want to pull up my hand and just be like, if he did it before, if he did it for them, he will do it for you. There's so many benefits that the Lord has given. Too many to even mention. Please keep reminding yourself of all of them. Write that list. I want to encourage you to write your list down. And post it somewhere. In your mirror. Somewhere in your house. On your fridge. So that you can see it again and again. And be strengthened. That the God who changes not. Is faithful. To do it again. Hallelujah. Someone needs to hear this. It's in God's nature. To come through. For his people.
It's in God's nature to come through for his people. I know you are here feeling like you're wasting away. Like God doesn't hear you. Like God doesn't know. God doesn't see. God doesn't understand. You think he's too busy. I was meditating on this. You feel like everything is being rubbed on your face. Like the enemy is making a mockery of you. Trying to put you down. He's trying to ask you this question. Yes, if he's done it before, he can do it again. But remember last time? Remember the last time you put your faith in the Lord and he failed you? He didn't come through for you. He didn't do it the way you wanted him to do it. You can't put your trust in such a God. I want to tell you God is not through with us yet. It's far from it. God wants to reveal himself to us. He wants to show himself to us. I was meditating on this thought. Breakthrough. One of the real reasons for breakthrough is just so that God can reveal himself to you. Just so that he can show himself to you. I am the Lord. I am the Lord that saves you. I'm the Lord that healeth you. He breaks through for us so that he can reveal himself to us. That's his reason. God wants to show himself to us. And that's why I can tell you that if he did it before, he can do it again. Yes. Same God right now. It's the same God back then. Father, in the name of Jesus, look down upon your people. I believe with all my heart that you want to show yourself. That's why your eyes are going to and fro, seeking to find who's blameless so that you can support and show yourself strong. I thank you that Father today the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus that takes away our sins has made us stand in your presence blameless look upon us today locate us today find us today and bring the support and strength that we need to go through the situations that we are facing Father I believe that you've done so many things that we cannot even begin to mention them do it again in our days We've heard of all the wonderful things that you've done. And we are in awe of you today. Now do it again in our days. Do it again in our lifetime. Do it again in our families. Do it again in our homes. Do it again in our schools. Do it again in our city. Do it again in our nation. Do it again concerning our situations. Do it again, my God. Do it again. Do it again. You can do all things, so do it again. Even now, this week, even today, this hour, do it again in the mighty name of Jesus. And I come against every lie of the enemy that is trying to put us down, that is trying to take over our minds, that is trying to discourage, that is trying to cause us to doubt. I take authority over that evil one and I declare the Lord rebuke you right now and cancel your purposes and plans. We choose to remember all the benefits, all the benefits of the Lord and we choose to bless Him and we choose to praise Him and we choose to magnify Him, we choose to glorify Him, we choose to stand in faith in Him because He is who He says He is in the mighty name of Jesus. Can we give Him praise in this house today? Can we give Him praise in this house?
bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Church, have a wonderful week. And remember, if you did it before, you will do it again. God bless you.